0: Welcome to the More Than a Mommy podcast. I am your host, Nakia Hines, and I deeply believe that we reach authentic healing through intentionality and candid conversations. I am so excited for you to hear today's episode, but even more excited that you are here with me on this journey to self-actualization. Let's get right into it. Y'all. How y'all doing? How you feel? How are you living? It's Monday again, which means it's time for us to sit down, sip some tea, and enjoy this lovely space and family we have created here on the Monday Bloom. Um, as you know by now, I am very sarcastic and exaggerative in a very silly way. So, of course, I'm being dramatic, but I really do mean that I'm grateful for your presence and your ears and your mind and your energy. I'm grateful, really and truly, that that we get to be on this journey together. Nobody grows in isolation. Yes, we might have seasons of isolation, where God is building us up, He's pruning us, He's helping us get to know the inner self, the divineness that is within. But biologically, we are created for community. That's not even why I'm here today. But you already know that I move when the spirit tells me to move, just like that, and I can't stop saying that, um, because it's so corny. But really, you know, that's I. I have to pause because I don't know who's listening individually so just in case you're a baby and you're really young there was a song from ludicrous and it goes when i move you move just like that so when i reference that i'm referencing a song and my age apparently okay so now that we've gotten that out of the way i do want to just wrap that part up with reminding you that life is never meant to be done alone You weren't created in isolation. Like quite literally, it took a mother and a father to even bring you here to fruition. So we were birthed in a condition that required more than just us. And that is really the precipice of our life. Like We have to remember, especially when we're on the grind or when we feel like we're going through things and we don't want to burden people and we don't want to bother people and we don't want to be Debbie Downers or what's a man's name? Demetrius Downers. (laughs) Like, that is a lie from the enemy. If he can get us to convince ourselves to be isolated, we can start then succumbing to his tricks. And his tricks are just mind games. He already lost. Remember that he already lost. So we don't have to win or allow a loser to win is what I'm trying to say. So don't allow yourself to believe the lies that are in your mind, telling you that no one cares and no one is there for you and that you have no one and that the village is empty. Don't believe any of that because literally all of these billion people on the planet there's somebody that is really rooting for you there is somebody who really cares deeply doesn't want anything from you but to see you at your happiest healthiest highest self call that to you if you don't know who that person is start to unearth whatever it is that you feel like you might be attracting so that you can Replace it with attracting attracting goodness. Replace it with attracting, you know, wholeness and people who love you and who care for you. Write it down, say it out loud, but never forget that you are not alone. Okay? Okay. So the reason we're actually here today is because I have been thinking about Being a generational shifter, some people say generational cycle breaker or curse breaker. I'm not claiming a curse on my life, so I definitely don't use that language, but you know, just being inclusive here. But I like to think of myself as like a person who disrupts negative cycles or negative, even generational cycles that are passed down through my lineage. And one thing that I have been thinking about lately, and it was like a wonderful aha, and I was like, oh, I got to share that with the people, is that at least in my mind, when I set out on this journey to be a generational shifter, to be a generational change maker, there were things in my life that I knew I didn't want to do, didn't want to repeat There were ways that I knew I did not want to be. So I was like, I'm basically going to go as far away from that as possible because, in my mind, that was the version of shifting the cycle. So I was like, you know, the way we don't repeat it is by not even getting ourselves into it. And then I continued to live. And here's the thing about healing unless you are fortunate enough to be able to start your healing journey when you are young, you're probably going to be, you know, decades in at the beginning of your journey. And you have created spaces before then that you might be in uh, like, you know, marriage or friendships or family relationships or even where you live, like you might be already in those spaces and then you heal and you your eyes start to be open and now you're like okay so What exactly am I supposed to do with this? Like, you know, I know the people and the gurus on social media love to tell us to cut this off and protect our peace by cutting everyone off. But realistically, that's not always the answer. And it's not always the healthiest option. And so what do we do when we're in the situations, but we have shifted, we have changed. And yet certain things around us look the same. And so that was the question that I was thinking about. And I've even been praying about it. Like, what do you want me to do, God? And what I have come to understand is that sometimes shifting and changing and whatever you want to call it, insert your own verb here, shifting those generational cycles does not always mean that we are just completely in another space, like For instance, if you're like, I do not want to repeat domestic violence, and also, just so we're clear, if you're in a relationship right now and it involves domestic violence, I really encourage you to not listen to what I'm about to say because your situation is different. That is abuse. You do not deserve abuse. I hope you get out and you have a plan and you have someone that you can go to. If you were looking for a sign, this is your sign. You deserve more Being abused is not okay in any circumstances or any circumstance, excuse me, on any day. So I want you actually to stop here. You can come back to us later, but I want you to stop here and I want you to figure out a plan so that you can get to safety. I'm praying for you and I'm gonna continue to do so because that just really tugged on my heart. But if you're... Let's use a different example for clarity. If you're like, you know what? I do not want to uh, repeat just this toxic relationship. Say you grew up in a toxic environment and you're like, you know what? I am not having a toxic household. I'm not even going to have a partner who is toxic. I'm not going to be toxic. And we're about to just go live our best lives. And then it's going that way until it doesn't. And then you look up and you're like, oh my gosh, This actually is a toxic environment. Now you have options. One option could be to beat yourself up and to make yourself feel so terrible for repeating the same mistake that whoever in your lineage repeated, or you could and should have grace with yourself and realize that that's not the end. Even when we make mistakes in our previous uh, journeys, there is always room for redemption. There is always room for hope. There is always room for resurrection. Like Jesus taught us that, right? Even when something dies, it can be resurrected if it's necessary and if it's aligned with the plan that God has for it. So like if you are finding yourself in this toxic environment and wondering like, oh my gosh, how do I get out of this? have no fear. Sometimes it's not about getting out of it or rewriting history in that way. Sometimes it's like getting the same deck of cards, but playing a different hand. And when I realized that, I was like, bada bing, bada boom. Okay. <laughs> okay. For my baby Gen Zs that are listening, that actually, I don't know what, song that's from but it's from a song in my childhood so you might not know that reference either don't worry about it it's a thing but it's not a big one okay so anyway that was my aha like oh my gosh because I live in the world of analogies I understand things so much more clearly when I can use an analogy with it and so when I thought about okay say that toxic environment that I was just referencing say that that's the I somehow was given all of those cards, right? The toxic cards, opened up the hand and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to have all aces and y'all done gave me some tools and some clubs. Like, how am I gonna win with this? Well, now is the time. It might not be as easy as if you had all aces, but now is the time to think strategically, to find your partner, to see what your partner has. Hopefully your partner got some jokers and some aces and some queens and some kings. And it's time. And by partner, I don't only mean relational. I don't mean marriage. I I could be talking about, or am talking about therapy. Obviously I'm always going to vouch for prayer. Your home girl, your home boy, like somebody who is where you want to be or can help you get to that space who brings joy into your life, who you can vent to, who you can trust, who feels like a safe space. That's who I'm referencing as the partner, right? So now it's time for us to G up with our partners and figure out, okay, how are we going to win this game? I know that these cards played this way. I saw it lose 20, 30 years ago. So I know with that knowledge and that intuition that I should not repeat that cycle because doing the same thing and expecting something different, we all know is insanity. We're not trying to be out insane out here. Um, So how are you going to play the cards different? That's really the question I'm leaving you with today. Think about quote-unquote regrets, or quote-unquote mistakes that you have made that may have led you down the path to where you are right now. If you are carrying any guilt or any shame, first I'm asking that you just pause and give yourself grace. Understand that we do the best we can with the knowledge we currently have. So, 20-year-old Nakia was out here making decisions that maybe 30-year-old Nakia wouldn't do, but I can't shame her because she did the best with what she had. OK, so give yourself grace, offer yourself forgiveness, but then realize that the past is already gone. So if you're still trying to jump into, I'll use myself as an example, if I'm still trying to jump into 20, 20 year old Nikia's body, then I really would be looking crazy because clearly that's impossible. I can't go relive my past and <laughs> reshape my future. The responsibility I have right now is the present. So what are you going to do? How are you going to play these cards? How are you going to play that hand now? How are you going to find strategies or what is your strategy if you've already started this journey? How can you get the winning bid if we're going to, you know, if you don't know how to play cards, I hope you're still following me. But really, though, how can we get that winning bid? by partnering with people, by allowing ourselves to be healed, continually healing ourselves through therapy, through wellness, through nutrition, through sleep, through rest, through self-care, through community care, through laughter, through sunlight, through joy, right? Those are our strategies that we can use. So, you know, if this was a pop quiz, I hope you wrote down the answers and those were just some. There are so many more answers to that question, but the question can only be answered by you. How are you going to play this hand? And that's all I have for you today. I'm so excited to talk to you next week. And my birthday is coming up. So I'm getting more and more excited about that. Shout out to all the Virgos. Everybody else bow down and I love you. Bye.